Hello and welcome to episode number 395 of the Rollo and Slappy Show. Today is February 5th, 2024. I am Rollo McFlugel and with me is my co-host Slappy Jones. Show notes page for this episode is mcflugel.com slash 395. I probably won't link to anything because I probably just want to finish recording this and go to bed. First things first, Slappy. Uh, Super Bowl pick. Who do you want to win? Who are you taking? Not who um, you who's win. playing again? Who are you rooting for? Uh, I don't know. Um, it's a good question. I kind of want the Chiefs to win, but kind of I'm tired of them. So, wait, you got to pick. There is no tie. Also, we apologize for Slappy's uh, computer voice. He um, transitioned into a robot this week. So, if you hear weird buzzing. Yeah, I've, um, I'm at least halfway there. I, I don't know. I guess I want the Chiefs to win. I got to say I can't root for San Francisco. Um <sighs> It's kind of kind of a tough one. I guess a good game would be ideal. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I, I just I just want both teams to have fun. Yeah, that's kind of where I am right now. I actually want them both to not have fun. Um, yeah. The, I just can't take the, the Taylor Swift stuff. Um, the Kelseys are the most annoying people on the planet. I don't want them to celebrate a win. But then you got San Francisco. What, what am I supposed to root for San Francisco? I can't do that. No. No. Um, and Brock Purdy seems like a nice guy. Seems pretty pretty grounded. George Kittle annoys me. Christian McCaffrey annoys me. I don't want them to win. I do like watching their defense play. Ah. <sighs> I don't know. That's a tough one. How about you? Maybe I'll do a block pool and root for my numbers. I am doing a block pool. I don't know what my numbers yet are. Uh, I am I am rooting for the Chiefs. I have several reasons. Uh, one, first reason, is I have a friend who is a 49ers fan. And so I want him to lose. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a re- another reason I can't for the Niners is someone a friend of mine texts me constantly about the 49ers yeah um reason number but two. I have co-workers who live in Kansas City and I like them but I don't need them I don't need them being happy well our our buddy Andy is out there in Kansas City that's true and I like Harrison Butker yes the butt kicker yeah. he is my favorite kicker um, and I usually, it's either I try to get Harrison Butker on my fantasy team or Matt Gay. Um, Butker, because he's a great kicker and he's an outspoken Catholic. Um, Matt Gay, it's purely because I think his last name's funny. Gay was my kicker this year. Yep. Um, okay. So reason number two, uh, I like. Coach Andy Reid. 
I would like to see him win. Yeah. Uh, another reason. This is probably reason number three. We talked a lot before about, you know, all the Taylor Swift stuff being annoying, but I found what is way more annoying are people complaining about Taylor Swift being annoying. So, like, yeah, so that means take Taylor Swift out of the equation and everyone stops complaining about her and you can stop seeing her. Well, here's the thing, too, like. So they'll, I kind of lamented about it, you know, during the, um, you know, they have like the pregame show and it's a bunch of, you know, those guys are former, you know, NFL football players or, you know, big, tough, strong guys. And, and they're just like talking about Taylor Swift and her dating uh, Travis Kelsey. And it's stupid. That's not why I watch that. You know, I, I want to hear about, I don't even care. It's just, it's entertainment, whatever. It's not the type of entertainment I want at that point. But then, you know, whatever, I kind of zoned it out. And then, you know, you're watching a Chiefs game and like, you know, Chiefs score a touchdown. Maybe Travis Kelsey scores a touchdown. They they flash the camera up at Taylor Swift. And then you just have people and she's celebrating as you would expect her to. Not doing anything weird or abnormal. And you just have people just freaking out about it. And just being like. Just the rage over her. And it's just like the boomer boomer con kind of thing. Uh, it's those types. And it's just. I I get it. She's a pop star and she gets a lot of attention and in the news all the time. But I was thinking about it today. Um, and I don't like has she been involved in any sort of like scandal or. Like, no idea. She seems like a, like it's not about Taylor Swift. It's about everything around it taylor swift seems like a nice enough person she shows up to the games has fun she's not like standing there with 15 bodyguards around her she's interacting with the people there she's hugging she's clapping she's she's having a good time i don't care about taylor swift it's all the attention around yes yes i understand that that's where you're coming from and that's where i get annoyed too but there are a lot of people that can't parse through that and hate taylor swift I have no reason to hate Taylor Swift. I know. I I know. I know you don't. But there are a lot of people do. Like I saw a tweet today where it was someone was like, oh, Taylor Swift tweeted about uh, whatever. And it got 400,000 likes in like three seconds. So it well, she should she should tweet about the war in Gaza and we'd have an end of the war in 10 minutes. It's like, no, no, stop. (laughs) Yeah, that's what she should be doing. All right, like, hang on a second. I because you're you're going on. All right, let's see. Do you? Let's hang on. I'm gonna hang on. I gotta go find a good one here. Um, <laughs> I haven't even finished oh, all please. my reasons for rooting for the tweet. Yeah, the the Chiefs. Um, I know. Well, we'll get we'll get to more of them momentarily. If you just hang on, be okay. show some patience for one time in your life. I can't. All right. Do you agree that you can love America or you can love Tyler Swift? But you cannot love both. I mean, no, I I do agree with that. OK, good. Good. Um, see if there's any more here. I know there's more if I just keep scrolling. Uh, the worst thing to happen to American in many years is Taylor Swift's new album. Do you agree? Yes. 
<laughs> okay. You got the right answers. Because if you disagree with this man, I have serious no, I will with never, you. I will never disagree with Coach. Do you? <laughs> because guess, I love this one. It shows, I guess this is, what were the awards? The Academy, like Grammys or something this weekend? I don't know. Uh, so he, he tweets, oh, guess who it is showing up uninvited to an event yet again in the hopes of making a few <laughs> dollars. <laughs> Looks like she's on the hunt for another Travis Kelsey type whose coattails she can ride to fame and fortune. Uh, that one I sent you the other day where he was talking about Russia. Uh, oh, you can't. You're not allowed to like go to Russia as an American or something. It's like treason. And so I was like, I've been to St. Petersburg and it wasn't a problem. And he goes, I'm not talking about Florida. I'm not talking about Florida. <laughs> like, I don't even. <laughs> that's, that's that, like the level of wit. Oh, and he's he, all like, day. He, he doesn't miss. Like, you just get like, because he gets onslaughted by these replies. And he just, every single reply he has is perfect. And the subtle misspellings are just incredible. Oh, like, yeah. People, in, and I'm certainly not trashing the people in the comments, like his fans or followers in the comments will also do misspellings, and they mm -hmm. never do it as well as he does. No. The, no. the tone, he's, is, he's just on, he's just jo perfect. Joel Biden. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and when he, like, cites the Constitution or something, it just, it's, it's very funny. And it's great, it's great, too, because while he's... He's obviously very partisan in one sense, but at the same time, he is a strict constitutionalist, given that he is, you know, he is a. Um, uh, yeah, he's, he's not a republic. Mm -hmm. So he knows what he's talking about. So he's got to exactly. defend, defend his you know position. <laughs> but, you know, whole whole say if 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 Joel Biden is authorized to do something as the president of the United States, um, he will defend his uh his authority on that just like he defended all of uh president ben franklin's yes the greatest <laughs> president and uh you know gerald ford inventing the car <laughs> american president invented the car it's great it's it's so good um and that's why it's it's so funny to me is that there are like him and and nick adams also the alpha male yes He's pretty the, good. The way that he can f frame things and talk about things like I there's no difference between just the angry boomer con tweeting about Taylor Swift and Nick Adams. Yeah, they're very good. It's, they're very good at what they do. And like it's when coach rips off his credentials, it's very funny. I One of my favorite thing, I think this was in his book um, where he gives us stats High school stats as a wide receiver. Yeah. It's devastating downfield blocks. Right. But it's like, you know, he is uh, in his career he is uh, like, I don't know. 11 receptions for, uh, you know, 133 yards, one touchdown and in parentheses fumble recovery. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that he's a three year letterman. And <laughs> in his book, he make he tells you why he wasn't a four year letterman. It's because the coach screwed him. Right. And he was better than the guy starting. Yep. So it's just perfect. Yeah. That, I, has he published his second book yet? I, I don't I don't own it. So he I don't know. Out, but I got to look. I got to find he, it. 
he put the chapter out on him buying his uh, waterbed. Sure. Yes, and I do. Was, I read that. I read was, that. I don't was, remember the details, but I remember just dying laughing. It was unbelievably fun. Like I, it's, I was. I think I was talking about this to Car the other day, and um, I realized that I really do use Twitter as as entertainment. Like back twenty years ago, people how people would watch TV, or how people yeah. watch TV in general. Um. It, it like I just go and scroll and just find the most insane things and whether it's people being real or not, it doesn't matter. Like people watch reality TV and uh, and you'll have the people go, oh, you, you know, that's all scripted and fake. Right. And they're like, I, I don't care. What yeah, I do. It's entertaining. I don't care. I still right. enjoy it. Yeah. Um. And so that's what Twitter is. And, you, and you've got people like just being like Nick Adams and coach just masterfully, you know, doing all their stuff. And then you have people that are actually serious. And then you have people yeah. that you really can't tell if they're serious or not. And it's just it's just glorious. It's wonderful. Um, and so because I of just that, love I'm sorry, I'll get off the topic. But I love how he can find any corner of the Internet of people who never heard of him or seen him mm-hmm. and people take the bait every time. Oh, yeah. It's just incredible. And then what the people he tags in his tweets are just as funny as the tweet. Yes. So anyway, I'll get off that topic. Um, but, yeah, it's. Uh, because people hate Taylor Swift so much. And not just being annoyed at the media. They are too stupid to be angry at the media, and instead they hate Taylor Swift. That's why I'm. That's one of the reasons I'm rooting for the Chiefs. Another reason is that I don't think Brock Purdy is that great of a quarterback, and if he wins the Super Bowl, we're going to be hearing that Brock Purdy is, you know, a top five quarterback in the league, and he's just not. All right. And you don't. And and that's not even a knock on Purdy. I mean, if you're like, well, Rollo, would you would you would you uh, would you be uh, would you not accept that having a bottom third quarterback in the league and winning the Super Bowl? No, of course I would take that. Anyone would take that. Um, it's just hearing people be annoying about it and stupid. I mean, that pass, that touchdown pass, was it a touchdown yet last week to Ayuk? It was a terrible pass. That was an interception nine times out of ten. It hit off the defender's face mask after Ayuk interfered with him and then lands in his hands. Um, it's it's just – I was thinking about it too with the, the Ravens. The Ravens have their best quarterback ever playing for them right now. You know, who, they, who do they win Super Bowls with? Joe Flacco. Good quarterback. Not a guy that you're going to be like, oh, this is like, you know. One of the he's not Patrick Mahomes. He's not Peyton Manning. Decent. He's a good this quarterback. Is this, a good is, this is great. Yeah. Uh, Claude Giroux was good. He's not Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> nobody's nobody's anointing any of those guys as as the greatest. No, but that's what people, yeah. Um, 
I'm saying that, like, yeah, no one is because he like Flacco wasn't. Um, yeah. Uh, Trent Dilfer won the Super Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. Elvis Gerback won the Super Bowl for the Ravens. Meanwhile, they have an absolute stud in Lamar Jackson, and they have they haven't won it with him, right? Yeah, they no. Yeah. I mean, you could make the argument that. Dan Marino is the greatest passer ever because you were allowed to play defense back then and he still threw for a million yards yeah. and he never won a Super Bowl. Um, so like, you know, we, it's just because the media again is terrible and they just have to, whoever the quarterback defense is, has to, defense right. always wins other than like the greatest show on turf. There's not yeah. too many offensive teams that win Super Bowls. And uh, it's just going to be super annoying, and it's ugh. um. And then related to that, I want Patrick Mahomes to win another Super Bowl because I think Tom Brady you like his brother, uh, his brother, yeah, Jackson Mahomes. Oh, sure. Um, I think Tom Brady was a system quarterback. <laughs> Well, I'm with I'm with uh, here's the thing with Tom I'm Brady. with Barry on that one. I was a Tom Brady hater for years, um, but he won a Super Bowl with two teams, one. And when he was like 72 years old, yeah, he went to Michigan, which is a huge knock against him. Um, also, like had a kid with a girl and kind of left her for the supermodel. Yeah. Um, Kissed his son on the lips. Yeah. There's a lot of weird things with Brady. But uh, I'm not going to pretend to say he's not the best. I mean, he never had receivers other than Randy Moss, and they didn't win the Super Bowl that year. He made so many people names. You wouldn't know who Julian Edelman was, uh, Wes Welker. None of these guys would have a name without Tom Brady. Um, He sat in the pocket. He threw the ball. It's a lot more, too, to being a quarterback than being an athlete. And yeah, he I'll could walk read a defense back. as walk. well as anyone and make decisions as well as anyone. And stats don't tell the story in football. Yes, I will walk back the uh, calling him just a system quarterback. Obviously, you know, you win as much as he did. That's there's no coincidence there. I mostly just don't like him. Yeah, which and is I fine because I don't like him being, either. Yeah, I don't, I like don't him want either. him as the best quarterback. I, you know, I, I like Patrick nobody. A lot better. The other thing of where I, I'll give Tom Brady credit as a football player is he won in the early 2000s and then in the when when were his other Super Bowls like later he didn't most of these guys like the Cowboys won 3 and 4 years um the Steelers uh, with Bradshaw I don't know how many years that was but they won 4 in the 70s he did it over time like spread out and was good in between it's very hard to win a Super Bowl obviously he did it with different teams different personnel great defenses too I, you can't win without a great defense. Yep. So, um, obviously. But, so. But uh, no one else has done it like he has. There's not a Mahomes. second quarterback who's won Super Bowls that far apart. Yeah. And only, I think he's the only one to win a Super Bowl, with two, a quarterback to win a Super Bowl with two different teams. Is that right? Uh. Well, Flacco could have this year. A lot of people could have. Yeah. But anyway, those are my those are most. I I think I have some more, but they don't yeah, matter. That's as much. fair enough. Um. 
So I'm going to be doing a lot of complaining this episode. Good, because that's what we like. Yes. And so I want to do something that's not complaining. And this is going to sound like an advertisement, but it's not. But I actually had to call a business today. How was the Liberty Mugs customer service? Uh, pretty good. Good. Now, um, so for uh, my nephew's Christmas presents this year, I um, told them I was going to buy them each a fruit tree that they could pick. And then I'd, I'd buy it and they get delivered and then we plant it and, and everything. And so that's, I was over at my brother's house last night, had dinner, and then we picked pick the trees. And then my brother, you know, wanted to add on a bunch of stuff too. And I, I, I bought myself a fig tree and a couple of other little things. So we ran up a big bill. And uh, what you can do as fastgrowingtrees.com. I've used them a lot. They're fantastic. Our friend of the show, Jake Jacob from Childerberg, also is a patron of them. And he has nothing but shining reviews. Um, and so I had to call him up. I put the order in last night. Um, and I wanted to delay the order, delay the shipment. And you have to call him up to do that. And I call up. And, you know, you get an answering service machine thing and it's like, you know, press one to place an order, press two to do something else, press three to delay a shipment or blah, blah. I hit three and the uh, the machine says, um, if you would like to have or first, it says there are currently no other callers ahead of you. And it says, if you would like to have someone call you later when they're available you know, press one, otherwise stay on the line. I said, no, there's no one in front of me. I stayed in the line. An operator, um, you know, gets on the line, introduces herself and asks how she can help me and give her my order number. And she's looking at it and um, ended up having like a half hour phone call with her. Just the most pleasant, wonderful woman in the world. Um, extremely helpful. She actually changed Help me to decide to change the, uh, the the type of peach tree we were getting because she was like, "Hey, is this peach tree going to be for canning or uh, or for picking or both?" And I said, "Probably both, but probably picking." This is one my middle nephew picked, and she goes, "Yeah, so this variety that you picked, um, it's really like a uh, a cold weather one, and so they're really just designed so that they." kind of hold their their shape and color um for uh, you know shipping and, and that those harsh climates and so they're really like a preserving peach this isn't exactly one you're going to want to uh you know pick off uh, off the tree and eat so I said, oh that's really good information and so she gave me some recommendations and uh i picked another one and then she was also helping me with like the apple trees saying like, all right, there's a certain number of chill hours these need to have. Let me check and make sure that, you know, the two different apple trees are, are pollinators for each other. And the most impressive thing is when she saw my name, my last name and the account and she said it, she like pronounced it perfectly. McFlugle? Yes. Like the extra oogle? Yeah. And I was, I was on the sitting there thinking like, Slappy, you you are obviously very distracted. This is like the third time that a clip of something has come up. 
Are you like watching videos in the background? I'm oh, sitting here like I do every week. I don't know what you're talking about. I mean that. I, oh, I you know changed. what? I have a browser open up with something, so yeah. it might be that. I'm yeah. sorry for the false accusation. But anyway, um, what was I saying? Cross-pollinators for the apple tree. The chills. Yeah, yeah, too. You were making sure they were cross-pollinators. Oh, my last, she, yeah, my she last She pronounced name McFlugel and, correctly. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, wow. It, it, it only took me saying it one time for her to get it. And I said, wait a second. I didn't say my last name. She just read it and said it perfectly. And I stopped her. Did you get her number? No, she referenced her husband several times. Um, and I, I said, hey, I just want to let you know that, like, No one ever said it correctly, and you and she laughed and she says, "I was born and raised in that country of my origin." And uh, she was also talking about she's like, oh, "I've got like hundreds, like I've probably about a hundred fruit trees and everything," and so like just really, really enthusiastic about what she's doing, and um, just really helpful. She did exactly, and and also gave me recommend. I wanted to delay it in the spring. She goes, "Oh no, like right now is the really good time." Because like the trees are dormant, so it would be better to plant them now to get when they bud already established and everything. So you know, I was going to delay it until like the beginning of April, but we're getting it delivered for this weekend. And she gave me her name too and said, if there's any problems and stuff, you know, you know, either give them my name when you call up, or you know, say what your order number is and everything, and they can track it down to me so I could be the one to handle it. Just like because we've complained about customer service in recent years and about how terrible it is it's so bad and that was just such the most wonderful experience and i left that phone call wanting to tell everyone at work about this little experience and it just made my day a little better and did just write, imagine did you write that to her manager i i think i'm going to you should because that yeah. goes a long way for a sales person customer sales yeah um it, it yeah because it, it so many times we get the opposite someone just like doesn't care doesn't know anything um just indifferent if there's anybody even there so people I are did, out there and yeah uh, i was um to because i already really liked this company before yeah and they are if i'm buying trees and plants and stuff like that that's who i'm going to because their product was already fantastic. I had to interact with their customer service a little bit before and they were good. Um, but this is just every single experience I have with them is just fantastic. And it's just, it's just nice. It's nice to know that that exists out there sometimes. Um, even though in this case, it's for me buying trees. Um, although I say that you know, it was just me buying trees. I've actually spent a lot of money at this company. So if I, <laughs> spread out how much i've spent i have to make a histogram over like how much of money have i spent across all these companies I actually probably would be one of the higher ones so there's that there we go i uh um, it was a couple so maybe last summer summer before i don't know it's down the shore uh on the boardwalk got some popcorn from the uh that famous caramel corn place and the girl at the desk, there was a bunch of pa uh, bunch of patrons, people in line, not being the most polite to this girl who kept a positive attitude and kept going. 
and was just so friendly and you could tell like if i were her i would have wanted to drop everything and leave the way these people were treating her and uh, she was just pleasant the whole time so i wrote an email to them and told them i told them the time i was there so they would know who was working mm-hmm. you know they were just very thankful that i noticed that and told them and uh i'm sure they they said they'd deliver the message to her I'm sure that made her feel good because you know yep. they're working hard and uh don't it's a thankless job a lot of times yeah yeah i need to uh i'm gonna make sure i send that email people should remind me hold me well hold me accountable yeah i actually um withhold all of the emails i get saying how good of a job you do just to keep you from getting too cocky you don't want anyone you got to get too big no speaking of customer service too and liberty mugs so we got a little bit of a flurry of a couple orders because someone yeah. someone found us a Bitcoiner who does um, uh, Bitcoin, little Bitcoin. I forget who it is. Uh, might have been Crypto Cloaks, but um, boxing uh, our customers. He tweeted. Okay. He tweeted this. He goes, oh, I found found a company that's like runs a BTC pay server. So yeah, of course I'm going to buy you know something from. Him. And so, you know, we got a little of attention on Twitter and someone else bought, oh, I, I, some, a couple other people bought stuff and I got an email and it says, hey, um, it looks like you don't have an option to, to pay with the card. It just looks like it's Bitcoin. Is, is that a mistake? You know, what's going on? And I said, hey, you know, thanks for reaching out, but um, we only accept Bitcoin. Um, and if you need any help, with you know trying to buy bitcoin or, or how to use it and anything if you're interested and you know let us know or be happy to help um i got a reply back said oh you know no I, my friend actually you know has bitcoin and so he's going to help he's going to pay for it i said oh perfect um got an email a little bit later and they're like hey just i haven't seen any email confirmation or anything um that uh just put an order in and I look back and there was a basically an abandoned cart no one ever paid the invoice and I was like oh no here we go here's like weird customer service I don't know if someone's trying to scam me out of a little bit of money um because that's the thing about bitcoin is that like you paid it you paid the invoice or you didn't and so I was like all right did you pay with lightning or or um what's it called uh on chain and so this this person actually like copied the person into the email said oh kind of let him say it and we kind of work a couple emails work through it and we figured it out i think he tried to pay through an exchange and i guess it didn't find a route but then he just redid it and and it went through and it was like everyone was super happy and it was nice, nice. like it, it's 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 nice to solve these problems to be on both ends of it i was happy that i could make someone happy and uh you know, solve a problem for them. And um, it's it's kind of scary when you go go on the internet and find, we're so used to using like Amazon, these established companies, you go, oh, I'm going to buy a mug from a website that only takes Bitcoin. And I don't know how to use Bitcoin. Um, that could have been a really bad experience for them. And uh, I think it, it wasn't. So they should be getting their mug soon. So hopefully they, uh, that person who out there enjoys their Liberty mug. Uh, 
I actually have a lot of stuff written down to talk about. We might not even get through it all. Uh, also, uh, Jack Ma- Mallers is the man. Yep. Uh, he did an episode. Did you did you listen to that? Uh, I did. That was so good. Yeah, very good. And um, it makes me feel ashamed. What episode are we on? Three hundred ninety-five. Okay, so that was probably the three hundred ninety-sixth best episode I've ever heard. Yes. But he's so eloquent, and he just put things in such excellent ways, and he continued with his take no prisoners attitude about it, and uh, it's great. Uh, he's building some great stuff with Strike, and uh, he's living now. Now he's <laughs> the life, the way he wants to live is is basically he needs to build his product to do that so you've got someone that's motivated um for his own own well-being Good things to, to come yeah and there's a couple other companies like folds rolling it out like a real get on zero kind of thing there's there's some other ideas out there our, our buddy chris um i uh, just had an idea for not an idea but he's working on a project i think mean, he tweeted something out about it where it's just like an app that connects your bank account to bitcoin so it's not like a it's not like a Bitcoin banking app. It's an app where it's like, okay, send you're sending send Bitcoin to this address and then you just routes directly to your bank account and vice versa. You can I guess kind of connect your wallet to it. And if you send a ACH payment to it, it'll just send Bitcoin to you. So that's cool. We are like right uh right on the edge of it and um it's just neat to see stuff gaining momentum. And I think we're going to get, I mean, once you get guys like Jack Mallers and, and some other people, even uh, Parker Lewis had a tweet where uh, he listened to an episode that's our buddy Sahil Chaturvedi was on. And he goes, yeah, this makes sense now to me. Um, and Parker Lewis just recently had a, like a, an essay or, or a talk recently where he was talking about, Kind of like I don't like the idea, the circular economy. I, I just don't like the term. I get what they're saying. It's I just don't like the term. But he kind of was like, yeah, it's not really so much like a circular economy as so much as it's just like people are just going to start demanding Bitcoin as payment. Fiat's terrible, and uh, and I, we're not going to want it anymore. Yeah. And when he came out with that, it was actually he gave that talk at Bitblock Boom. I was listening to him like, oh, man, he's like right on the edge of just being a get on zero guy. And then. Um, yeah, he just tweeted out. That it, it makes a lot of sense for him, so that's pretty cool, Good. too. Very cool. Um, another thing about get on zero, and I don't know if we really talked about this last week with complaining about the people that are being nincompoops about it, but. I kind of I I ran I showed my numbers. We had the chart posted on the show notes page last week comparing the two things. And it's just funny that you know someone wants to do some math for get on zero and they just make stupid numbers up that don't make any sense. And um I kind of I don't know if I made the point on the podcast last week, but I did in a couple tweets to them where it's like the numbers are there. Like we have price history. 
if you're going to say, oh, but if you hold Bitcoin during a bear market when the price is going down and you're on zero, you're going to lose everything. It's going to be terrible. Okay. The price went from 65000 or 66000 down to like 15000 And you can, you can, without that much effort, get like a spreadsheet of the daily price or something. And then just put your own numbers in. Put your cash flows in. But when you got paid, what the price of Bitcoin was, how much Bitcoin you'd get, and then your outflows. Anytime you have an outflow, subtract that from what your Bitcoin balance would be if you were, you know, everything in Bitcoin, and see what happens. Because really, you're just, it's it's really a good way because there's always the temptation to be like, all right, it's time for me to sell some Bitcoin this month. Oh, I should wait for the price to go up. Um, but it's it's really a good way if you're still on fiat to just very dispassionately see what would have happened because you're not worried about trying to time the markets when you're in fiat and everything. It would just be, you know, whatever it was, whatever those expenses came up, you paid them without. So without that sort of uh, bias and stuff, uh, because it's, yeah, I'm tempted sometimes to do it. Oh, the price looks like it's coming up. I should wait a little bit. And of course it drops down. Um, but yeah, I encourage you, especially if you're not, even if you are on zero, it's good to go through it. Like go, go see, go see how you did compared to otherwise. Um, especially if you're not on zero, if you say it's such a bad idea and it's stupid. Meanwhile, we have all these other people out there who are doing it saying, yeah, I went from the all time high all the way down to the, to the low and back up. And I wouldn't do anything different this time. I think it's, it was the right move. Go run the numbers. If you're so confident that it was such a terrible idea, your numbers should show it. Mm -hmm. So that's my challenge to people out there. Don't come up with fake numbers that are impossible and don't make any sense anyway. Uh, I Every month, I or every week I get paid $100 and every week I spend $100. Every week the price goes down 10%. <laughs> It's pointless. It's stupid. We have real data. Let's use it. Oh, what else do we got? Um, I tweeted. I don't know if I even talked to you about this. But. Last weekend. My uh, my main node crashed. Or th the node didn't crash. So my lightning node. I run uh, core lightning on this one, the node box, as I call it. It's an old Dell Optiplex that runs headless. And I was like, you know what? I should update it. It's been a while and there's a couple updates and for a lot of reasons, you know, for security and getting new features and fixing bugs and everything. And I had a hard time keeping channels open between the Bitcoin trickle, like Liberty Bugs um, node and then at, to the, the node box channel. And then there's another big channel I had with, with a reputable, you know, uh, node that was usually down, always down. And I'm like, uh, you know, I think this kind of stuff is probably just a bug in there and it's probably fixed. So I tried to update core lightning. And when I did it, I was SSH'd in and then all of a sudden like I lost the connection. 
while I was doing that, I was also remoted in because on a weekend and I was doing something for work. I was also remoted into my um, work network and it just dropped both connections. So I didn't really think anything of it until I went and tried to SSH back into the node box and I couldn't. I also have that just like right below my TV and have an HDMI cable plugged into the TV so I can like have a monitor if I need it for something like this. And it was in like the login screen, but there's something goofy. It wouldn't log me in or something. So I just pressed the power button and restarted it. And it was just like throwing up boot errors. And I kept trying to hit like F12 to go into the boot menu thing. And I tried to go into safe mode. It wouldn't boot up. So what I did was you can, um, yeah, you can like try, you can put put Ubuntu on a USB stick Mm -hmm. and you can just like try Ubuntu. It's, uh, what's it called? Um, The boot disk thing. Yeah, I forget what, there's a term for it, how logging in and stuff like doing that. Um, So that's what I was doing. I was checking, like the hard drive was still good. Everything was still there. And so I was trying to like figure out what was wrong. And for the life of me, I couldn't, I was trying to follow like the error codes because it would come up. It would be like the uh, command, not the command line, but it was showing like the logs when it would boot up and Mm -hmm. show some like the last couple errors before it just froze. And all I could like kind of come up with is that it just like the computer forgot how to boot up either the boot files and all that kind of stuff, stuff got corrupted or they got deleted. I I have no idea. I have no idea what I could have done. The only thing I think that I was copying the, the core lightning files into the, uh, into the folder where they run out of, I think I was being an idiot and impatient and did not uh, stop lightning, like stop the service or the program before I did that. So I could see why, you know, the lightning node could have gotten fried. But, um, yeah, I have no idea. And this was actually was on a Monday because I had taken off from work. And I was just like drinking my morning coffee. I'm like, oh, let me just like update Core Lightning real quick. It should be easy and, and not that bad. Half my day later, it's like sometime in the afternoon, I finally just said, you know what? I'm just, I'm reinstalling Ubuntu. Yeah, nice. Uh, just wiping the hard drive. But the good thing was since the hard drive was all still intact and I could log in, I could go get some certain files like the service files and and some of the configuration files for the software I was running, just so I didn't have to go back and like redo all that kind of stuff. I could just copy and paste those files in their places. But um, I will say, um, you know, I synced Bitcoin again and I restored, uh, you know, some of the wallets, I the watch only wallets I had on that. And then I was like, all right, well now I have to restore Core Lightning, and so you. All I did, because I had the, uh, it's called the HMS secret. That's basically your your seed freight, your seed, your keys, private keys. Um, stored in a little bit different way than normal. It's not, I forget what, what it is, but it's it's not seed words. It's not the, the Bitcoin private key. 
Um, and then this, uh, it's called like lightning D.sql3. It's the channel file. And uh, since I had, I knew I had the most up to date version of that file because, you know, the node stopped running. And so the last, you know, that, that file that was, was in there was, was up to date. And you're supposed to back that up. I have a uh, USB drive um, that copies to the hard drive of the computer where it's running off of and also puts a copy on the USB in case the hardware or the hard drive fries. You've got it back up there. But I just in, reinstalled Core Lightning and just copied those two files in the places where they should be and it restored the node. And also the channels are like up and, and, and everything's like working really smoothly now again. So that's good. But the one thing I noticed was I went to look at the um, the USB stick that I had in there as the backup. And that lightningd.sql3 file or seek light, whatever it is, I don't forget what exactly what it's called, but the channel um, state file. That file had gotten big enough that it stopped saving because the, the USB got filled. Because I, did, I didn't think I needed, I think it was like a 256 megabyte drive. I didn't think I was going to need that much. But at some point, the, the file got bigger than the drive and it stopped updating it. Interesting. And if I did fry the hard drive and I put that, channel back up in it would have been an old state and i would have gotten justice transaction potentially mm. so that would have been a bad day um now i probably would have checked the date that it was last updated uh, that's how i i actually found it or i forget how i found it exactly just to double check but and so i probably would have restored the keys and um i knew generally at least the names of my, uh, you can go online to like uh, mempool.space to see what channels are. I could reach out to be like, hey, force close your channels, please. Because I, I did have the, the private key so I could get the on-chain stuff that came to it. But yeah, because um, this happened too with the, when, when my Raspberry Blitz node fried, that I thought I was backing it up and it wasn't. And that's how I, couldn't recover all my, there's still a little bit of Bitcoin that's, that's out there because, um, someone, it's a zombie channel, both sides yeah, just disappeared. And so that's just going to kind of be out in the ethers forever. So you're welcome for the donation, but yeah, periodically check your backup, make sure it's doing what you think it's going to do, because if that's not there <laughs> and you lose everything else, you know, what you're relying on is, is kind of gone, so. I fortunately did not have to learn the hard way. Yes, that's good news. But that's what's nice, too, about using higher power um, hardware, is that if I had to restore my node with my Raspberry Blitz, it would, I'd probably be still a week later, like 2% through um, re-downloading the blockchain. Whereas I did it on the Optiplex over tour in like less than three days. Would have been a lot faster if I didn't do it through tour. And really, I have the other node. I could have just downloaded that node 
that uh, on the Bitcoin trickle BTC pay server because I trust it. It's mine. I'm not lying to myself. That's the other thing. If you've got if you're running multiple nodes, just copy it across. Just copy the blockchain across the network. Uh, it'll it'll do it in like a matter of hours. I've done it before. It's it's very very nice. Okay. And we're almost okay. Forty eight minutes in. Yeah. So there is a couple. I don't know if we're gonna get to both. And the second thing I didn't tell you about, but there's just it's just so stupid. It's all stupid, but yeah, I don't want to talk about it because it's, I don't know, maybe save it for another time. It just annoys me so much. I'll, well, I'll probably complain to you about it when we're done recording. But um, the other thing I sent you, the, I had sent you a text about this earlier, in, uh, I guess, end of last week, and it's been kind of people talking about it on Twitter, that uh, the Gen Z employee who didn't want to attend the 8 a.m. meeting yeah. So there was, um, I guess there's just some podcast or show out there where, I guess, talking about business or something. I don't know what they do. And uh, it was a anonymous boss sent them a message being like, hey, how would you react in this situation? And it was, uh, I have a Gen Z employee who's fairly new and, uh, you know, normal working hours start at nine o'clock. And, uh, we had a meeting at eight o'clock scheduled the next day. And I told him, Hey, I would like you here for this eight o'clock meeting. And they said, sorry, I can't, I've got to, that would interfere with my gym class. And the two co two hosts on the show were just like, dude, that's insane. That's terrible. Like I, I, you know, who cares about your gym class? Um, show up to the meeting. And then there was someone on TikTok that re made a reply video giving a you know the perspective of like hey uh you know we the job is nine to five and that's what uh that's what i made clear with hr that that's those are gonna be the working hours i've got a, a life outside work it's i'm going to this gym class for my health and if i'm going to miss this gym class i mean are you going to reimburse me for it because you know this meeting is is kind of not uh, during normal business hours and blah, 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 and all that kind of stuff. I'm sure most people have seen this. If you haven't, like, if you look up Gen Z gym boss meeting, it'll pop up. So, Slappy, what's your reaction to all that? What do you, what do you think about this situation? Uh, I need more information. Thank you. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> Um, I mean, there's a lot of, there's a couple of things. Uh, I, yeah, no, yeah. you're, you're absolutely right. Um, but, uh, so I didn't say this to you before, but that the guy that did the response video, that is not actually the employee. Just some guy. It was someone that, you know, TikToker that saw it and just made a reaction video and gave like if it were me this is kind of how i would would uh would react so he kind of he filled because a lot of people saw that and they're making like oh this is a lot of people saying it, like oh you know the companies think they 
control all your time and everything and and he's totally in the right and blah 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 and i was kind of like well i kind of had the same reaction like there's a lot of he said she said missing a lot of a lot of bits of information especially too if this guy i mean the way he made the video kind of rubbed me the wrong way it was very uh just high and mighty uh, and and, and yeah. those kinds of things it's like ooh. I really need to hear the other perspective um, on this before yeah. I side with you. But and there's nothing wrong with what he did making his like reaction video. Um, maybe he could have done a better job of saying, like, by the way, this is not me. I think he did a follow up video saying, like, hey, no, make it clear. I'm not I'm not the person. I just made a video giving my perspective. And of course, he had to add a lot of stuff in there. The yeah, one thing about though, the gym class being at seven thirty, not at eight, or something like that. Yeah. So you just kind of added added little bits of information just to add context for where he's coming from. Um, the one thing I want to say though is, what I would not like. Can you imagine going to your boss and being like, "Well, I talked it through HR. What my I expected my hours to be." <laughs> I mean, is the there, guy. Is there a single HR? Uh, department in the world that would give like accurate information on that or it's like i talked to hr about what my working hours would be and i never have to come in before nine o'clock they're the most unreliable for that sort of uh thing in the world that right there is like you probably don't actually have a job to know that you can't do that with hr oh grum just walked across my lap and stomped right on my balls I'm taking him to HR. It's a yeah. hostile work environment. I mean, there are different rules, laws for exempt and non-exempt employees. Yeah, I find it interesting. There's a lot of because and and again, I think it all depends on the job. It all depends on the context and everything. Um, but it depends on a lot just, of stuff. Yeah, but I was kind of the reactions I saw a lot of people had, and this doesn't really surprise me. Um, but it was just, it was interesting to me because I had a lot, I saw a lot of people saying like, huh, if I'm salaried, phew, you're not getting more than eight hours a day from me. Wait, you're not getting what? More than eight hours a day from me is what that's a lot of people. Not, that's like the op. That's not how that works. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so like, <laughs> It, but again, it all depends on the job. There might be some jobs that, and people are might be, I don't mean to, you know, criticize everyone when I say this kind of stuff, because your job might be that you come in at your start time and after eight, eight hours, you're done and that's it. And you go home and, you know, you don't think about work until the next day. Um, and that's fine. And you have that like you have that uh, understanding or, or that agreement with your employer. That's how it's going to be. Or maybe it's just that's just the way it works. That's that's what they expect of you. And that's how every day goes. And there's no problem. I know for me. Like. I work. Well, I kind of started eating lunch again. I was doing just like one meal a day for a while. 
And so I'll just work straight through the day. I wouldn't take, even though I wasn't eating lunch, I, I still wouldn't take like a lunch break. And I didn't like leave a half hour early. Um, and even now I'm eating lunch most some days. And I work, I eat lunch and keep working. Um, and then there's a lot of times, you know, I come in early and I don't necessarily leave after eight hours or whatever my schedule is. Today I was there for about 10 hours because it's just what stuff was going on. And then I had, I took a phone call when I was at home. Um, if I said like, oh, after eight hours, you're not getting anything from me. It just wouldn't work. That's not the way my job works. And that's kind of known up front for the most part that there's going to be times where you got to like, got to go a little harder than you would otherwise. But, um, nice about my job is that they are understand that that happens well the thing is when you're when you're a salaried employee to say i'm not working more than eight hours misses the point of your like you're just an idiot you're paid to do a job you're not paid to work eight hours Mm -hmm. if your job takes like you know i'm a salaried employee if i gotta run out in the middle of the day i can do that i just have to get the work done now, right. I have customers and I, I, I have employees who work in different time zones from Pacific, Central and Eastern. So I don't schedule, you know, full team meetings at 8 a.m. Eastern because I have someone on the West Coast. I try to be mindful of that. I also don't schedule them at, you know, four o'clock Pacific because myself, I'm in the East. So I try to schedule any meetings during working hours because I think that's expected and it goes a long way with your employees. Um, You know, I I don't know a scenario where I would have to schedule one outside of working hours. Um, But I've certainly been on calls because my company is based in the West Coast where there's a a six o'clock meeting that I have to be on. And I'm, you know, it's not like I'm like, I'm coming in an hour late tomorrow. I'm not an hourly employee. It's not how it works. You're paid yeah. to do a job. Yeah. Um, and if you don't want to do the job, go do something else. Like I have a yeah. life outside of work. Okay, well, then go find an hourly job where you can clock out. And then when you clock out, you're out and you can do whatever you want. You yeah. might not pay you as much. Maybe it pays you more. I don't know. But you can you can do other things. I, I, I just no sympathy for those people sometimes. Yeah, and I that being said, of, I don't know all the details. Yeah, and there's there's certainly like bad companies out there that will just kind of take advantage of you and work you to the bone or whatever. Um, but like, especially if you're new and young, if you don't like that environment, you don't want to work that way. That's that's fine. Um, like, I, I'm not sitting here saying, oh, because you're not willing to, you know, put in these long weeks and everything. Or I'm, I'm better than you. No, it's not about that. It's just like, oh, you, you got to find something that fits. Yeah, well, and I if, know that's the thing. Like, it, it depends on what you want in your career and what you want to do. Right. I have, yeah, there's people who want to, you know, make more money. Well, you should probably do more things and work more hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the way that, because if if you want to, so if you want your company to not feel like they can just 
make you do anything and drag you around and all that kind of stuff and feel like they're entitled to your time and not respect, you know, your personal life and everything. The best way to gain leverage is to become really good at your job. Because then they're, if you're really valuable to them, yeah, they want you there a lot. They want you doing work, but they also just don't want to lose you. Um, my first job I was at, it was, uh, it's like an industrial repair shop. And so most of the people in there were like hourly and you were expected, especially when there's a lot of work going on that you would work overtime. And if you didn't, it was a problem. And, uh, there was one of the machinists that was there, their best one had an agreement with them. He goes, I don't want to work overtime. And they respected it because he was really good and they wanted to keep him there and they wanted to keep him happy. And so they didn't ask him to work overtime. Yeah. Came in, did his work really well. And after eight hours, he was done and he left. There was another guy, another machinist they hired at some point. Also really didn't work want to work overtime and he tried to get out of it and didn't want to do it. And after a few weeks, they called him in the office and said, like, hey, uh, pack your stuff up. You're done. This isn't going to work. And he said, that's not fair. Why did the other guy get to not work overtime? This guy didn't. So the other guy was really good, and he was proven. And he was really reliable. This guy, they're trying to figure him out. And when you're trying to get figured out and you look like you're a bum, it's not worth it. You get fired. <laughs> So like the worst thing you can do, like we, I, I this isn't, I, I know this isn't what people want to hear, but if you're in that situation, if you don't want to just like absolutely, uh, kamikaze your career in your, and especially if it's an industry you want to stay in, sometimes you got to suck it up and take it yeah, until you can pivot to a better spot or position or something. I know that's not what we want to hear. And look, this isn't even like, like, it's a crazy. I don't know. I, I think people want have the tendency to just think that like fairness exists. Yeah, which is a weird <laughs> it's, concept it's, it's, that has it, never existed anywhere. Right. Um, on top, and I get like, oh, you're going to sell your soul to the corporation and. I, I actually do um, understand that. I, that's what I don't get with some of the like feminist people. It's like, yeah, we were raising a family. And I would rather spend my time working in a corporation for 100 hours a week yeah. so that I can die and they could, no one will remember me and just move along. Like, it's, it's a weird thing. I get that. But I also want to provide for my family, you know. So yeah, I want to have the sense time. of accomplishment. I put in the... I put in the effort, I put in the time. Um, I know I don't think, and my attitude at work too, is that my company really doesn't owe me much. I know it's a corporation. Things could change in the market. They could close my entire department tomorrow. And if they did, I mean, you know, <laughs> like no one's going to miss you. I mean, like the company's just going to keep rolling. I understand that I'm not like, but I'm, working there and doing the best I can to provide for my family. 
yeah likewise i i, I have a friend who was um became friend working in my department became friends with him and a few weeks ago he put in his notice and left and he was like a apologetic to me like oh, i know i'm kind of leaving you guys in the lurch with all the stuff that's going on and everything and i feel bad i'm like dude you do what you gotta do yeah you know don't apologize for for this it's like we're you know we're, this is this is part of what managers have to do they replace people yeah and um, i mean i actually had that conversation with my manager is that you know give me direct feedback because i know it's not like we have a job to do we have a company to run and we need to do it. So you don't have to dance around it. You can tell me if anything's not going well, we'll get it fixed. It's not personal. Yeah. You know, if it ever came to the point where like our department was closing, I had to get let go. Like, I'm not going to hold it personally against you. I, it's not how, how the world works. Yeah. And that, and that's a two way street. A good company will just be like, okay, like don't burn the bridge. Yeah, but like just because you decide that you, you want to do something else, found a better opportunity or something. Right. It's like, okay, great. If another, I really do like the company I work for. If another company came around and offered me something better, you know, I, I don't feel some kind of sense of loyalty to stay unless there was other reasons. And everyone there would understand it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, like, on the one hand, or not on the one hand, but, you know, like, that the video that the guy put up like that would i would never hire him no i would not want that person working for me it was just even if he's in the right yeah on it, could, and like, and his like i just don't want i just just a real really entitled attitude and feeling like whew. and you, you don't know i mean there's yes i i agree a hundred percent i would not hire that person or want that person on my team um because there are but but, but you know it, w it wouldn't be good for morale if you're scheduling all these meetings outside of working hours it must be some kind of a like important meeting or something that has to get taken care of at that time yes so, yeah and that's kind of my thing it's like if that happened with with my job it would be like oh there's an emergency yeah and they need me there if you're getting invited to a meeting during off hours they need you yep um the other thing too and this has been the case for most companies i've worked for and it has a lot to do with the manager too that you have but you know there's an expectation when when it's go time it's go time and you're going to be there within reason. Like we've had stuff where like stuff comes up out of nowhere and people have vacation schedule and it's like, yeah, take your vacation. Like we can manage, you know, don't, you know, you need to keep the work-life balance overall just because we're saying like, yeah, you should work the extra hour or do this kind of thing and, you know, be, be flexible. doesn't mean that like you have to just surrender everything. Um, make sure your family life is not suffering you know your yeah. wife and your husband yeah. or your kids are being taken well and you should have well leisure time of. like if you right. get to yes, the end of your life important. and all you did was work and you have all this money in this big house but like you don't know your kids that's not good yeah that sounds terrible yeah so but, leisure time is important but what i'm saying is that like 
a good company, and I think a lot of companies are like this, or at least a lot of managers, a good, a de- halfway decent manager will recognize when you put in that kind of stuff. And like in my case, you know, my manager and the people around me know I put in when it when it needs to be when I need to be there and need to be doing stuff. I'm cranking through it during the summer or something, or when it's you know kind of things aren't or are slower and everything. And I say, hey, I uh, I got a doctor's appointment. At two o'clock, I need to leave a few hours early. He's not going to needle me about taking PTO to cover that. Right. He would get upset with me and probably reject the PTO. Just say, just dude, just go. We're not, we're not nickel and diamond that kind of thing. Um. And so yeah, there like, and and even though like, that doesn't at the the times I get to leave early for the doctor's appointment doesn't come close. To making up for the extra hours I worked. It doesn't matter. But it is just kind of nice. Like you said, it's a salary job just means you're paid to do a job. It's not necessarily the hours. Just the American working day is. Tends to be eight hours a day. 40 hours a week. Which I think is stupid. Anyway. Um, I think it's like just work. Just get the work done. No, it depends it, on what you're doing. Right. Well, yeah. Like if, if it takes you 20 hours a week to do a job. Take 20 hours to do it. I mean, we're all not like sitting there. Depends on the job again. But, but like if you have a desk job, you're probably not like cranking out being super productive eight hours a day your whole time you're sitting there. Um, so it's just kind of silly to think that like, I don't know. I, th- I think there's room for improvements in the uh, how the <laughs> how the business world works in, in some cases. Um just just in the sense that like the strict you this is the nine to five job or you have to have i mean there's core business hours for a reason yes i mean it's nice to know someone's going to be there when you call and it's like well i've been trying to get a hold of you while i was working from 10 p.m to 7 a.m what do you mean you couldn't get me i put in a full day like there's a reason for business hours oh yeah yeah yeah. but uh yeah again it depends on depends on the job um, like my job, it would be difficult, not impossible to work remotely. Um, although it would be nice to be able to have like a couple days here and there where I work from home because then you just avoid distractions and yeah. can just crank some other stuff out that you wouldn't nor- normally other otherwise get done. Um, I forgot what I was going to say though about other stuff, but yeah, it's just... It just drives me crazy sometimes seeing like a lot of entitlement people have with this kind of stuff. Um, it's like, oh, they're not, they're not entitled to my whole life. <laughs> You're not entitled to that job. Or, or the money they're paying you. If, I mean, right. yeah, if you do the job and you agree to it, yeah, you are. But to the job, like you said, you're not entitled to the job. They can pet you and let you go. Yeah. But then the company and like, owns you. Well, the company wants good work out of you too. I mean, there's a whole lot of things that happen here. And you want your company to be flexible with you, with your, you know, life and everything. Well, I think it's fair for the company to be like, all right, well, you need to sometimes be flexible with us. Yeah, for sure. And not be like, oh, I had to cancel my gym class, so uh, oh, 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 I'm going to deliver my bill. For yeah, if, it, it, I mean, if it's your gym class, <laughs> which is funny. 
it's like third grade um but yeah. if you have a gym class that's scheduled and you paid for and it's a personal trainer like talk to your manager and be like hey i paid like 120 bucks for this class it's a guy he's coming in he's great i only have like six sessions with him and any chance you know and if they say no well then try to move your gym class right and if they don't then you can either keep the job or keep the gym class which one <laughs> like yeah it's not it's not not how i want to manage my employees i don't want to put them on decisions i try to be as understanding as possible but sometimes there's no such thing as like this nirvana situation where everything's gonna be perfect you'll be able to do everything you want no i know and get everything it's just it's not like if there's there's probably if if let's i mean we would have no reason to think the guy like when we post a job when we interview, we tell them the expected hours, but you're a salaried employee. It's get the job done. Here's the expected. Yeah. Like, you know, we expect you to be in these times, uh, whatever. Um, if it was be outside of that, I don't think it's wrong to question. Like, it's okay to question and be like, I had something scheduled because I typically work nine to five and now scheduled a mm-hmm. meeting for eight. It's like, like, it's not unreasonable to ask to move it, but there's probably a good reason why they do that. Yes. That's I mean, if there's not a good reason, it doesn't really sound like a great company to work for. I, I don't know. To probably doing you a well, favor. Yeah, and that's <laughs> the thing. If if you if you are legitimately in a situation where it they're like terrible people and being unreasonable, again, we're not trying to just like defend the company in every every sig- single situation. For all those bad employees that we're talking about, there are bad managers mm-hmm. and they're dinguses. Like work hard to get out of that situation yeah i'm encouraging you to and if there if this is a, a bad company and you go well i'm stuck well that's because no one else will hire you so you might as well work really hard there and do as well as you can and leave when you have the skills because mm-hmm. you have the job there's the opportunity yeah yeah I, it's it stinks <laughs> i wish i could say oh well it's just the world should should be nicer but it is what it is. Um, I think that yeah, could, people could people seem to need that kind of talking to, mm-hmm. explaining it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I keep forgetting the other thing I want to say about something, but I don't think it matters anymore. Yeah, well, we're 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 putting in overtime. Am I getting paid for this cool. extra time? At Slappy, no. I did not agree to be on for an hour and fifteen minutes. I was told job, an hour. The job is the job. Well, if we went by um, how we first started, we're um, way over time. Is, yeah, <laughs> it was like fifteen minutes was the expectation. And that was, was the, what, not the that expectation. Was our was plan. The hope. That was our was plan. But our plan was also to keep it short because we're like all these people. But then we realized how great we love hearing ourselves talk, how much we love hearing ourselves talk. Especially in that, your computer voice. Yeah, it's just awesome. And so um, we decided to extend it. So you're welcome, everyone. Yes. Uh, actually, should, I, I should have said that. Uh, the, welcome to the Rollin Slappy Show. I am Rollin McFlugel with my co-host, Microsoft Sam. That's me. Yeah. All right. So um, that's it. Maybe we'll save the other topic for another time. 
hopefully I'll just forget about it because it just bothers me and annoys me. It'll just make people mad. But thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week. Peace.